Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to get these doggies. They're out of the pan. We got to get them back in the in pan. In the pan, in sure. The pan. We got to get them over to the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, June 18th, 2022, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Come and check out all the shows that you love on the last podcast network. We'll be in front of you in our meat space, and we cannot wait to entertain you and have a great time. But for those of you that can't come in person, Go to momenthouse.com slash LPOTL and buy your live stream ticket. Yes, yes, you too can watch us perform our jangly country jamboree from the nudity of your couch. Absolutely fantastic. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you so much for your support. And we are so excited to be at the OG Grand Old Opry. Hail yourselves. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Kissel. Yes. What is best in life? Money. Water, no, Kissel, you're correct. Kissel, what is best in life? Pizza. No, Kissel. Pepperoni. No. Uh, what's best in life to is to crush love. your enemies. Oh, to See crush your enemies before you and hear the lamentation of the women. <laughs> I watched Conan oh. last night, man. Oh, nice, the Barbarian. Man, I'm straighter than I've ever been. <laughs> yes, indeed. After you watch that shirtless man kill everybody and you didn't get hard, there's something about two wet dangerous men <laughs> writhing and fighting like big brown snakes sloppy boys it just kind of makes me be like <laughs> i love my wife mm-hmm. only just because you know mm-hmm. when i'm making love to my wife it doesn't look like it hurts as much to but, you or to her do i mean she natalie she doesn't protest fantastic and then the these men they fight and grapple but what i love about conan yes is that he realizes it's this constant battle within him about uh-huh. Is steel more powerful than the hand, the well, flesh yes, it is. that wields it? But it man is. guides the steel. That is true, but steel is definitely more powerful than the hand. That's why they created steel. Otherwise, we wouldn't have created it because we would be more powerful than Unfortunately, it. though, steel just lies fallow. Without the inventiveness what did you get and from curiosity. Conan? I don't remember watching Conan the Barbarian and picking up any of this. It's because you were paying attention too much to the loincloths, I guess. Nipples. I mean, the, oh man, he has some big old honking nipples. <laughs> and the one thing, too, about Arnold Schwarzenegger that I don't understand number one, so they put him on the wheel, right? This and is side stories, by the way. I'm Ben hanging out with Henry, and just, we're talking about nipples, apparently. Okay. They, they give him that CrossFit, that Barbarian CrossFit, where well, he's sure. got to push the big wheel around, which I love. I love yes, that. Yes, because he, he was. Was technically environmentalist. 
Use the people. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, yes. You, you, you Although you do fart picks. a lot, which is a combustion engine of its own. You heard it here, folks. First up, right from Kissel's mouth, slave labor is great for the environment. Only when it comes to Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie. And so Arnold Schwarzenegger is pulling this thing. This thing obviously, what's hard is that he, he got big the Carl Panzram way by punishment in this movie in the movie right but the whole time i'm watching it because they put the scrawny kid on the wheel everybody else is dying made you watch this yesterday i just needed to feel i needed to get the same rush that the northman had just given me because the northman also oh i see i I was just i needed a boost okay and so watching him push the wheel realized he'd actually need quite a bit of protein to get big and you know that they're not going to be feeding them they're not going to give him the eggs maybe they're not going to give him the protein powder that he'd need because he'd need creatine yeah he'd need some like Honestly, but th- these guys eat a full leg like, dozen eggs every day. At least. Because it's perfect protein. And bacon. And then there's Liver King. What he does, he eats Liver King is five big foot meat. seven. He is such not a man. I hate Liver King because all he, you want to be a man. It's like, buddy, you are just fighting nature in God who made you five seven and you're angry. And he's going to die of a massive heart attack. Yes, yes he is. But if, once they sit and watch it, like if you go and watch Liver King on Instagram, you could see his wife and child are hostages to him. Of course. But who's going to go get him? Who's going to go steal them? He's looking with him. You've never seen the videos of him no. with the big chains. Yes, You've but never he's seen not... the video. For those of you that don't know, the Liver oh King is a guy I've been talking about I for would a while. Take a, I would take someone who knows um, uh, Muay Thai. Who is very tiny sure. over him in a heartbeat? Because when you're that yoked and that jacked, you can't move. And I've seen people his size get knocked out oh, sure. all the time. Absolutely. That's actually, while watching Conan, what really kind of amazed me is his, uh, he actually does a lot of movement above the sure. shoulders. In yeah. that, which is actually very difficult for bodybuilders, notoriously, it they is. can't really do it. So he actually, Arnold Schwarzenegger was a unique person, and he was just, oh, and he should be president. I don't know why. He can't be. He's Austrian. They'll change that rule. No, they won't. All right. So anyway, so but the Liver King, for those of you who don't know, the Liver King's this huge ass dude. He's not huge. He is only huge because he's so small. So the fact he has any muscle, it's like if you put a four inch cock on a three foot person, they look it looks massive. Yeah, it's the but luckiest my little person cock, who's ever lived. My four inch cock. Oh, because I'm so tall. Oh, look at that. You got that because of the sins of your past. Isn't that sad? Your penis shrunk a half an inch for every. Yeah, you want to see that? Then my penis should be long and hard. <laughs> Like but a the, sword. But for those of you, again, the Liver King's just a guy who eats raw liver all the time. And I don't know why I'm he obsessed it, with that. He made He's it just, his entire personality. You know, it's the reason why I'm into the world's strongest men. It's not just because of yeah, the rippling muscles. I, because honestly, if I was into dudes, I'd want them slighter. I'd want them thinner, bigger butts. more like I want a more elfin. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I I want the kind of comfort of a big world's biggest man. You ever see the one on Eddie the Strong Man? Mm. It's really funny because he wakes up and he's like, I gotta eat because they don't want to eat so much. No, they don't. But then I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, you get to eat all that much. But then it's actually very exhausting. Michael Phelps the same way. Oh, when sure. he's training, sure, he's like, I don't want to eat. I was like, what kind of curse is this? Because they got to eat something they like 12,000 calories a day. Exactly. That's why I'm, I'm just a heart attack. And I think it's mainly because I wish I could eat at that level. You can. Yeah, but then I just just become us. I, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of eating at that level, sometimes having an appetite could save your life. When? As a matter of fact, in a chaotic plant incident in Lancaster County, there was a couple of people who worked at a candy factory, and I don't know what happened, but they fell into a tank of well, liquid chocolate. And I'm just going to say the fat boy fantasy that these people got to live, and all of a sudden we're supposed to have empathy and sympathy for them. They got to live the dream of being stuck in a chocolate vat to 
together, I'd kiss a little bit. This is the problem. This is why I think maybe you are blind to allegory, right? You may be blind to uh, stories that could maybe teach you a lesson. Because what this is all about is that, yes, these two people, this is Lancaster County, which is the chalk, the heart of chocolate. It really is. That's where you're going to get your Hershey's Hershey's factories, all that kind of shit. I love Pennsylvania. And this was a big one. This is the M&M Mars factory. So this is a big, legit, uh, big, legit company. So this was some rinky dink. This is some independent company. No, this is it. And they, the thing about this article is they consistently, constantly refer to these two individuals as victims. They, what are they victims of? They fell into a chocolate vat. And now they get to, oh my God, how are we going to get out of here? Uh, they are not oh. Augustus Gloop. As a matter of they fact, are. they are technically victims of late stage capitalism. No, they are not. Because They're, smaller no. vatted chocolate would not allow you to drown inside of it. The local vor chocolate scene is not going to kill the two chocolatiers. These are two people that fell into the vats. And I actually, you know, again. <laughs> how I do love, we get out of here? Oh, oh oof, ooh, that's oof. a pretty good accent. You actually. I just have to channel my love of chocolate. Oh, unsta gunsta. No. I love my chocolate. Oh, no. I, just, good. Uh, I saw a little hat appear on you in little armbands. <laughs> Very scary. No, they didn't wear it. Oh, well. It, well, so they fell in, but again, blind allegory. This thing, the most delicious thing in the world to us, almost because of the amount that they were dropped into, it became a danger. It became a hazard. It shows. No. It truly is the ultimate example of too much. It, it's not good for you, man. It can kill you. It's too much. It's like you have to think about it in moderation. Mm. They were not only they said that they couldn't even describe them as drowning because it was a dry chocolate mix mm. that they somehow fell into. We don't Make know what wet. happened. I don't know why they fell in. I think maybe there was one. And I don't know if this is rumor or not that apparently they were training for the tap dance sequence for the factory talent show. Oh, my goodness. I don't well, know I if hope that's they true. win. I don't know if that's true. Um, mm. I'm, I am making it up and I have not read that anywhere, but I could say whatever I want because I have a microphone. Right. And then they fell into the vat. Right. Right. At 2 p.m. But it was dry chocolate. Well, then you make it wet with your own tongue. Piss and shit? No, with your mouth and your saliva. But it doesn't help so, because they were buried in it. No, they were not buried in it. It was only waist high. And so they fell in at 2 p.m. And then the first and victim, and then they were like, whoa. Send the licorice. Exactly. Lower the lower the dipping dot. Send the milk. So then the first worker, they were rescued at 3.10 p.m., which means they had an hour and 10 minutes of sweet chocolate pleasure. And then the second one was rescued at 3.25, so they even had more time with the chocolate. I think and my they, question is, they were scared. I think do you serve scared. this chocolate? No. Do you wrap this up and you say, this is the chocolate that the two workers were in? No. And it's a special chocolate bar. No, you don't. No, it's you traumatic do it. now. No, it's, it's not bad traumatic. Chocolate. Yeah, it is. It was because you know what? The chocolate's a fucking attempted murderer. No, Technically, it's not. That cho- last week, we talked about how we've hung pigs for murder. They hung up like they they served in, and, and killed a ram for murder. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point, we need to start looking at chocolate because, again, how many people a year die of diabetes? Oh, so many. Let me look at this. Well, let's How take a look here before we start blaming. A year die of diabetes. Before we start blaming it. big chocolate. Eighty-seven thousand six hundred and forty-seven. Okay. Angels without feet up in heaven. Oh, because of the delicious sukkah. 
the delicious, oh, you love your prizes, the cacao. That's what, that's what led to their fucking deaths. And yeah, McDonald's and cornstarch. I also blame the corn. I'd also put corn, corn on do, trial. Corn didn't do anything, although we should never have given such subsidies to corn or, <clears throat> dare I say, large milky products because then cheese really got shoved down our throats. I now, according to a company spokesperson, they said, we can confirm both people have been taken off site for further evaluation. We're extremely grateful for the quick work of the first responders. So isn't sure. that nice? So now they had to be taken off site. I and mean, they were I only stuck for an hour. So that's an actually hour incredible. An hour and minutes and an hour and 25 minutes. That's incredible like, response time. You well, you know they were, were about to get in elevator. big trouble, though. What do you mean? Because they ruined all the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I one mean, thing yeah, you do when fired. you work at the Lancaster Hershey's yeah. plant is you don't mess with the freaking chocolate because you're kind of right. In this case, chocolate is more valuable well, than human life. We know that for a fact because when Augustus Gloop, again, we'll bring him up now. Yes. I think it's appropriate to bring him up because when he got stuck in the pipe, he said that was the he first died. thing he brought up was how much money that was gonna it was going to take for him for them to sanitize all the pipes. Mm -hmm. And exactly. yeah, and that's all Willy Wonka thought about. Of course, Willy end, Wonka's a psycho. Willy Wonka is still only giving the chocolate factor to Charlie because he thinks Charlie's is enough of a cuck to do it his way. Willy I Wonka agree. knew that Charlie was going to do whatever Willy Wonka wanted to do. And now we have this Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong is going to go play the what? fucking... Yeah, oh yeah, Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong is playing Willy Wonka he in is? some like new like... Actually, it's pretty interesting that I'm Willy Wonka. Like, he's doing some emo fucking garbage. emo Willy Wonka? I don't know. I don't know what's going on What's in going on? Everything's sliding down the tubes. Yeah, I got the golden ticket no, in my No, don't even, don't even say you're triggering me. Yeah, I, I got think, the golden ticket. Uh, uh, literally, a pedophile invited 12 children into his factory, and then he slowly, methodically killed every single one of them, except for one of them, because he was able to burp with his father. Yep. A.K.A. grandfather. Yeah, no, that is a perfect sum up. Of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate That's exactly what happened. Um, now, I want to go into- I want to be into, on TV. I want to be on TV. So this is the story you wanted to lead with, but I actually think that we do have more pressing news. We have some pressing stories. And okay. there is one out there because there is an unidentified object that was currently caught on camera. And I want to talk about- Chucabra. What, what this fucking thing is. So this was, uh, we. this came out last week, of course, the day we recorded, but I still love this story. Um, they're calling it the unidentified Amarillo object. Now, this- I don't like the term. I hate it. It's I think they're being a little cute with it. They're a little cute, but what are you going to do? So this is outside of the Amarillo City Zoo, right? Yes, indeed. Well, it was spotted near the Amarillo Zoo, which you know is mo one of the most fun zoos because you can see the tears well up in all the animals' eyes as you walk by. And, and they say, one take of, me with you. Every I'm one dying. of the animals is for purchase at it, the Amarillo well, Zoo. I, I would buy some. Um, but they found this thing. Something strange was recently spotted. It was right mm -hmm. outside of the gate of the of the Amarillo Zoo. This was around 1.25 a.m. Mm -hmm. And it is strangely in the shape of Crash Bandicoot. It really is Crash Bandicoot. Fantastic game. I actually watched a little documentary what they were able to do with technology revolutionize the video game industry. It is much like crazy. how this man is revolutionizing uh, the cryptid Fascination. Well, it has a. They think that it might be somebody either in a wolf costume or or a large coyote standing on its hind legs. There's well, some local baseball freaky? teams that had sent a little picture of the creature with the mascot and on it, and they said maybe it's because we're having a little bit of an away game and there's teams in town. And that, um, I mean, I don't know why it fills me with rage. Maybe it's thanks to Spring Hill Jack Coffee. That's what fills me with rage. 
Well, some people say, was it a zoo employee wearing a big hat? Or maybe it was a teenager dressed up in a wolf costume, or perhaps it was a large coyote. But I'm just going to say this. It looks to me like it's encrypted, it's unidentifiable, and no matter what it is, it probably wants a belly rub. It looks real weird, but you got to be careful what you whose belly you rub because you're sometimes not going to be prepared for the prize that you get. You might be married to them after you do it. Or your hand might be once it's covered in its sweet, sticky, unidentified ejaculate. Yes, indeed. According to Kashuba. It is also important to note that the entity was outside the zoo, and they said that there was no signs of attempted entry into the zoo. No. No animals or individuals were harmed, and there was no sign of criminal activity or vandalism. The thing is, if it is a cryptid, wouldn't you want to rescue your zoo friends? And I feel like that's really what has to happen next. This hero of the zoo kept creatures yeah. unless someone has, unless you want to stay there because you know there are some zoo animals who love it no oh, they sure you get three squares you get attention absolutely it's because when it comes down to it it's, again it's an easier life you get to sit there on a rock somebody comes and feeds you every once in a while it's a girl with a low cut shirt you can look down her shirt and be like hey, is that nice very nice you know but I mean? then like, there's sometimes when the little penguin looks out the window and it says I want to be where the people are. Yeah, sure. I want to go. But I want to see them point, laughing. And then the little times, penguin has to go get a little penguin job. And you know what a penguin does? Fantastic bailiff. I, the thing about those And animals, also they're funny at serving because they're under winter tuxedo. Uh, again, slave labor. This no, is again what Kissel's no, talking about. This is what he's talking no, about and what he's mackerel. advocating for. You pay them in mackerel. But the idea, Here's the, the day, once they are in the zoo. A lot of times it's very difficult for them to be outside of the zoo because now they have grown like what happens within our system. Our, you're, you're talking about animal recidivism. Yes. In the zoo. I'm just saying that so once they're in there, you think the penguin's going to come back? It's very difficult for them to leave said zoo training. They've already been, I think the term would be institutionalized because then they're mm-hmm. they're, they're out there. Because they they, now it's like they're used to getting fish dumped in their dick. Mackerel. Two times a day. Mackerel. Um, and mackerel what? costs $23 a fucking pound now. Dude, you want to talk about inflation? Fucking, uh, bailiffs don't make that money. Well, bailiffs probably make, how much bailiffs make? 50 Gs? Oh, yay. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. That's $100 per yay. So my thing is, maybe these animals aren't being treated well at the Amarillo Zoo. Maybe one was getting drunk and spitting in their faces. And perhaps this is a sign. <laughs> you better start treating these animals well. Otherwise, the great liberator... Is going to come back. Can you imagine that? Just getting drunk. I guess that makes sense in Amarillo because I don't know what the hell else is there Nothing. to do there. Sorry. I mean, I, tell us, obviously, side stories, L-P-O-T-L at gmail.com. What's there to do in Amarillo? No, I mean, um, you get drunk, you hang out, you definitely talk about this new sighted cryptid. Also, sure. you know for a fact there are currently, you know what you call shining? You go and you shine. You Basically, you take a bright light. Oh, and you, I know. And shining. you try to shine an animal. Yeah, but yeah, if no I'm shining. in Amarillo every night, you got a six-pack of beer, you got one buddy. You, you know better t- go find this damn thing. You know how many times a shine leads to watching a dude accidentally fucking a dog in the middle of the field? <laughs> Ugh, and you're like, I'm <laughs> sick of this game. I don't but know. You, you the idea accidentally do that. Going to the Amarillo Zoo just get hammered spitting on the animals is a really fun idea of just going to spin like, hey, I never want to go tell giraffes go fuck themselves today. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> yeah, quit your job at the podcast, Bill. <laughs> Let's go down to the zoo. I want to make a monkey eat my pussy. <laughs> like, well, that's my cost a little extra, but I slip $50 of the zookeeper. That's my retirement. Anyway, so be careful out there in Armorello or don't, because oftentimes a cryptid sighting is a sign of positive things to come. No, it's or the opposite. it could lead to total and utter destruction. It's opposite. Normally, it's a bad sign. But so whatever it is, we know that it's, un- it's unidentified. But there's several people that have sent. Uh, apparently, they've gifted over 80 cameras by people in the neighborhood. <laughs> what? 
to help The zoo monitor. doesn't have cameras. It was found well, on a camera. Well, this is a still camera. Now maybe we can get some video. Because that's really the problem is that one shot, it goes from nothing to this shot with the, right. with the creature in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And then nothing. So what we really do need is some footage. Because we need to see what the hell it is. Because more often than not, especially if, it's if it is described as a tubic opera, as we now know, more often than not, it's a dog with it's, mange. It's a dog with mange. It, do we know, was there a Comic-Con or was there a flushy or a plushy concert or event? I, I what think do they call them furries? Was there a furry event? And again, know. more power to you. Have I a think, lot of fun. And, I think anime might be illegal in Amarillo. It really might be. Well, speaking of illegal, uh, just, just very briefly, thousands of sheep have drowned after a Sudan ship uh, sunk. This is so just, just a very just, sad story yeah, that you're reading. Yeah, that's just a sad story. Yeah, yeah, that's not, it's not funny. It's, no. it's just a bunch of sheep in a hole that'll but just drown. But it is drown. animals. So yeah, you yeah, see yeah, the yeah. segue there. No, but not really, though, because we were covering an, a fun story, like a funny... Like, 15,800 sheep. Drowned. This is a terrible story. <laughs> like, it's just because there's nothing interesting. There's nothing. There's no paranormal hook. There's no true crime. No, of, officials say the ship was supposed to carry only 9,000 sheep. So they had almost double the amount of sheep, and then all the sheep <laughs> drowned. Wow. So they were meant to be fed. They were meant to be food. Wow. Several just thousand more animals were loaded on board. Bringing it to all. Hall. Just so much sheep, but great day to be a fish. You know great day the, to be a shark. You know the term taking up the ass was invented in 1925? All right, moving on. Let's move on. You see, I'm the king of segways today. <laughs> so what I want to well, do... The, the real king of segway <laughs> rode his segway off of a mountain. Yes. A and man who bought like... the segway and was like, I'm so rich, I bought a segway. <laughs> he deserved it. Right from your grave. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Now you can stream the live TV you love for just 40 bucks a month with Sling TV. Get your favorite channels and shows for the best price. If you want live sports, Sling has all the football playoffs and pro and college basketball. Stay up to date with breaking news from around the world with MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News. Sling also has reality, TV, popular entertainment, kid shows, and more. Sling costs almost half as much as other live TV providers, so you can watch more and pay less. Sling is easy. Sign up in minutes, stream at home or on the go on up to three devices, and record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. Get flexible channel lineups that put you in control. Pause, change, or cancel your service at any time. You'll never get locked into a long-term contract. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. 
Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay? Because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into giraffe rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Nancy Brophy. I think we covered it vaguely. Yes. Um, th th Nancy Brophy was a romance author, quote unquote, romance author. She did a lot of self-published work, which I actually still Good feel like that's, a, that's honest author's work because you're doing it for the love of the game. Absolutely. And then you hope eventually money will come, right? Or like someone will recognize your genius. Nancy Brilliant. Brophy, though, she thought that her future, her incredible, romantic, powerful, moneyed future wasn't coming fast enough. Right. She is a uh, horrifying looking gal um, there. Well, she's the eyes of a woman who definitely has the ability to murder. She's a straight up bitch. Um, her name, the, her husband used to be named uh, Dan Brophy. Now, Dan Brophy was a local uh, teacher uh, where they were from. Oh. I believe that this was in Oregon. Okay. Let me just check. Well, it me was just, indeed. It was in Oregon. I, this took place in Oregon. And uh, so her husband was a teacher, a local favorite. He was a man that was not really attached to many physical needs. And, and like, he didn't yes. really like material goods. He didn't like, he didn't dress fancy. And they had a very the, a beautiful, simple home. And he yes, mostly nice. wanted, he wanted to KISS. He wanted to keep it simple, stupid. Her right? late husband, Daniel Brophy, who was a chef. And the teacher, he taught he at the Oregon nice Culinary Institute. So she killed a man who always cooked and who always. was a great chef. And also in Oregon, little did you know, Oregon and New Jersey, what are those two states known for? You can't pump your own gas. 
Wow. It's Oregon and New Jersey. So you're not even allowed to talk about it. And maybe that's why they, your own guys. is that why both those states fight for our got, civil liberties? The, yeah. She could have gotten the trigger finger itch out of her. Mm-hmm. She got to pump her own gas. If she got to pump her own gas and not certainly not just fucking, I mean, kill more people or, yeah. or I guess, yeah, because honestly, I mean, who's getting murdered more at the uh, gas pump? Is it people or is it my wallet? Yeah. Uh, pump number nine. Pump number nine, I recognize uh, as kind of the. a call back to a tweet by Ice-T a couple months ago. Um, but so Nancy Brophy, I was watching a really interesting YouTube uh, video got by a, a channel by the name of Dreading. He does crime and psychology. Oh. And he did, a, they did a great breakdown of the Nancy Brophy trial. And it is wild to see. So she wrote, the reason why this got bumped up onto everybody's radar is that she wrote a pamphlet for a blog or a blog post called How to Murder Your Husband. Oh, wow. Well, that's pretty uh, simple, clear cut. And the blog post, if you read it, is a, it's more of a general questions a mystery author needs to ask right. about writing a plot in a book where a woman plots to kill her husband. There's so much. There's so much evidence of it. I mean, you can definitely research it. You can look into how to kill your own husband. Also, oh, yes. if you don't know how to kind of do it instinctively. You just shouldn't do it at all. And the way the crime went down, so she had this idea. So what happens at Nancy Brophy, um, even though she does look like, she looks, uh, and I mean this, if you've listened to side stories in the past or mm-hmm. last podcast in the past, I told the story about a woman that I used to work for when I was working at a LSAT editing company. It was LSAT instructional book editing company. Right. And the woman that sat behind me with the two broken hands, right? The woman who was just like, oh, exclaim. And I had to open up the straws for her and feed her. This woman looks exactly like that woman, right? So How did she break both of her hands? She fell on the sidewalk. Um, and she just got it just to this day. But it, yes, it's just a horrible woman, horrible woman. But Nancy Brophy looks just like her. Now, Nancy Brophy, she became absorbed into her own romance novel world because she wrote all of these books. Like she wrote this thing called, it was this The Wrong Blank series, The Wrong Husband, The Wrong Son, The Wrong uh-huh. Lover. And she wrote- What these, you writing in there? Nothing. Okay. And she, but she wrote it about getting railed for years, right? And so yeah. Nancy Brophy eventually realized, because she had this idea like, I'm a fucking genius and no one recognizes me for my genius. And she started mm. complaining to this amongst other authors. If anybody's ever been to a writing, like a Twitter thread, you could see this person all the time that they're just like, I am a genius that nobody knows. Right. Yeah. And- I mean, I just feel like she was upset because her husband was getting all the intention because he makes amazing creme brulee. And she was like, wait, about me. And it's like, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. You are going to have to learn how to do something productive other than just write your little books by yourself that no one else is reading. Well, she started living her own fantasy life. She started doing this thing where she should have. I mean, well, honestly, come on. Dan was really he was checked out of the money because he was such a simple, nice guy. All he wanted to do was cook for the neighborhood and teach people how to cook. He's right? got a fun mustache that looks like crumbs belong in it. Yes. He's a, he was a very sweet local mm. like hero. People really liked him. And she kind of got sick of this simple life. So what she did was, and it, she had total control over the finances. And now what you see in a lot of family annihilators is this concept of the money runs out. Mm. And what they have decided then is that, well, we can't deal with the embarrassment of me having run out of all of our money. I mean, just don't tell anybody like everybody else. Well, that's the idea. But he decides that our family, in the family annihilator case, a lot of times is that the father decides, well, no one can deal with this embarrassment of me losing everybody's money. Right. So I have to kill everybody. Oh, that doesn't make any sense at all. But Nancy Brophy decided because her husband had nothing to do with the finances of their home, that she could do whatever she wanted with them. So she completely drained the retirement. Great. Buying jewelry, 
clothes, like this type Cleopatra. of stuff. Cleopatra. Then she started getting, uh, she started taking out credit cards on his name and maxing them out and just absolutely destroying their whole financial history. Well, he's got right? that chef money. He's doing just fine. I He was not doing great. No, it doesn't sound like it. And I actually feel very bad for this man, again, who just wanted to play with dough. And all of a sudden, he ended up murdered. Uh, the woman, um, she said, she, she talks about this a lot. Oh, and at some point, yes. I mean, we all have dark conversations yeah, 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 and yeah. she kept on being like, how do you kill your husband? And then she said, it's easier to wish people dead than to actually kill them. And I think that means she was planning on getting a hitman or something like that. Well, she said the problem with the she, well, she does identify the problem with hitman is again, like, how do you know whether or not they're a cop or not? Mm -hmm. How do you know? Mm -hmm. And so in the end, she knows that she has to do it on her own. So the way that crime went down is like after she ran out all their finances, she basically said, to nobody in particular, to herself. Okay, now that we're really in our bit of a pickle here, I can't put Dan through all of this stuff I've done to his finances. I right. can't do that to him. And basically, she also had this sort of that she had a fantasy that she would go to Europe. She would be able to go this money. She'd finally go to go finally go to Ireland. Um, she can go and get do, railed what? with a guy with an accent. But it's not happening. I mean, the thing is. The fantasy is not going to be she's going to end up on a roadside hammered off of Guinness, banging someone who's uglier than her now dead husband. But that's, that's the, what's going to happen. But when you're in Europe, that's romantic. I guess because so. it's new dirt. It's I a, suppose it's a, his accent makes him sound impressive. It's why they've taken over our entire acting structure. Oh, that's completely true. And, and I know that's why you're so bitter. But she also was going to get a bunch of insurance money. Yes. Well, so that there's was the thing. always that but all happens under. He had no clue. Again, no clue that he had a policy. Policy for 800K put under his name. Had no clue that a policy for a million dollars put under her name. Mm. So the morning that he was shot, right? So the way it happened is he went in for, he had a very routine life, which is again, I'm pointing to my Patreon listeners for all of you guys to fucking understand. This is why you need to switch up your schedule because you never know when someone is planning to kill you. Zigzag. You can't do the same thing every day. You got to mix it up. So that's why having everyone says, oh, football players, they all die young, CTE, wrestlers. But sometimes it's nice to have a little CTE. Don't know where you're going. Then no one can follow you either. So that's okay, why I want to go. I mean, how today. many people have been saved by dementia? I just want to say, number one, advocate for slave labor. Did not ben say Kissel, that. And then also talking about the pluses of dementia. The pluses of dementia <laughs> are how do you stalk someone who doesn't know where they're going? <laughs> Absolutely. And you can hide your own Easter eggs. <laughs> you know, found one. Um, mm, uh, but, so he broke in. The, he went to go work that day. Same way he does it every day. Every she day. showed up uh, while he was working the dough. She shot him in the back and then Jeez. he turned around and she shot him in the head. Jeez. But what she did, which is what I didn't know. So you can do this online. What? There's a whole world of make your own gun. Yes, like, I do know about that. Okay. Yeah. And you can order them online. And I forgot what it was called. It was called like gunconstruct.com or something. Oh, okay. like that. But it's, it's, an, it's the most non-hidden url in the world well it's they like, have the term obvious. they have the term ghost guns That's and what you can like 3d print your own gun she went to ghostgun.com hmm. and ordered pieces for this gun and replaced it right that she shot that's how she could then because what she did was two days after the murder she called the cops right she's like hey i just want to <laughs> ask a preliminary question am i the main suspect and this is true she's like oh my am God. i the main suspect of your investigation you are now because if not i'm trying to put in the paperwork i need to get the death certificate oh so i can God. get that money right she wants to get the money real fast and they're like it's been two days your husband obviously has been shot dead by somebody who as you're trying to postulate because she started floating this rumor that he was shot to death by a homeless person. 
Okay. Right. Someone randomly broke in. She did the, it's some kind of Asian. Sure, from the cable guy. Yeah, so she was just trying to blame somebody who was often blamed. Unfortunate. Like, try to blame somebody yeah. who was far more unfortunate than her. And so the police were like, well, we haven't even started our investigation, but thanks, because you just did. You actually just helped us a great deal, because now we know you're the main suspect. Right. And then they slowly, they quietly looked into what she did. And all they had to do was she gave her all of the stuff. So they she brought the gun mm-hmm. to the police department. And they're like, all right, it's clean. It hasn't been fired. So maybe she's not the suspect. Okay. But then as soon as they took all of her computers, they saw that she went to G-H-O-S-T gun, gun <laughs> looked up all this shit like, how do I build my own gun? How do, yeah. I, how do I get away with it? She did all of this shit and right. they found it immediately and she was very much so arrested. But the main crux- well, Although I don't think they did find the murder weapon according to the police. But well, they, she threw out the parts that shot the gun. Exactly, but they do have surveillance footage of her yes. going into the uh, area they there and she could deny that. Yes, yes, she had no alibi. But the big problem was that she decided to defend herself on the stand. I mean, I think that's not a problem. I think that's fantastic because she's going to be able to sway the jury in the positive way that she wants. Incorrect. Incorrect. Well, it's because your head is so far up her own ass that she does not understand that she's saying incredibly incriminating things, which is why a lawyer would jam themselves between you and the jury so Mm -hmm. that you don't say a bunch of shit that make you sound like an asshole. And the first thing that she said on the on the thing was because they were trying to build up this thing. Look, there's no way she could have killed her husband. She loved him so much. Absolutely. 26 years of marriage. He was a fantastic sure. cook. Sure. And they, they asked her, like, what was the thing that you loved about Dan the most? And she's like, it's cock. what I loved about okay. Dan the most was how much he loved me. Well, isn't that nice? Well, that's kind of scary, though, isn't it? It's not, though, because it's really, again, it's all about you. You right. never said anything once about Dan. She should have tried to sell some of these books and maybe they wouldn't have been in such financial hard times. Maybe she's not a very good author. Also, when taking the stand in her own defense, when it comes to the morning of Brophy's death, again, that's her husband. She couldn't remember and she said, quote, I have a memory hole. Yeah. Which is just a fantastic porno if you ever want to go down that road again. Is that more dementia porn that you've been talking about <laughs> where two people wandering where am I? I'll suck your dick. No, oh, there you go. The Are no- you my grandson? I love the deleted scenes from The Notebook. Ooh, All right. So uh, now I'm going to be called the nut book. There it is. So Brophy's son from yes. a previous mar- marriage, his name is Nathaniel Stillwater. He says you opted to lie, cheat, steal. Uh, that's a little bit uh, offensive, given the fact that it's Eddie Guerrero, R.I.P. That was his catchphrase. Eddie Guerrero, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. We should have thought you, about that. Yeah, I know. You opted to lie, cheat, steal and defraud and ultimately kill the man that was your biggest fan. I like the alliteration. Then he says, quote, you were to borrow from your catalog. The wrong wife. Whoa. Isn't that funny? So that if, I, if, down. if I'm in the jury, I'm like, yeah, uh, that's a that's mic drop. Nice. Ooh, he understood you, the if assignment. You're a jerk, oh, my God. If you're a jerk, can you be like, nice? Can you, like, talk? I would. Sweet. That's how I get off. Yeah. Woo. Let's kill her now. Can I kill her? But then I think you can Crucify her. Crucify her. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be fucking sweet. No that one does. Fun. No one did big. Got fucking Conan got crucified last night. Did he really die yeah, like that? On the tr- let's see how your opinion changes when you spend some time on the tree of woe. It's not a tumor. It's That's not kindergarten a, cop. It's not a tumor. That's kindergarten cop, and you're mixing doing, up the lores. I'm doing pretty good impressions today. You know what? You know what? Uh, it's better than normal. 
I'm not a Duma. It's better than your impression of a fully functioning adult. Hitler. Adulting is difficult. Hitler. Well, I know also, speaking of baked goods, you did want to talk briefly, and we're not going to get into too much because this story is insane, but the cupcake mogul oh, uh, this is that a, led a we're, we're wild this. double life. I just want to just, uh, just Dip the toe tee in. it up yeah. because we're gonna, I'm going to come at this with more research. Ava Misseldeen, um, who has built a cupcake Empire. Empire. She is the cupcake queen. It's all based on a stolen identity that they built. Like it started, they, they became a flight attendant. Right. I guess to get rid of the, her criminal past. She took it from a literal baby. But the baby wasn't alive, was she? No, he's a dead ass baby. So it's a dead baby. She didn't kill the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like then, I'm, I don't know if this is speaking on turn, but if you die, your identity, it's up for grabs. Pro-identity theft. Kissel. Pro-slave <laughs> labor. No. Pro-dementia. Pro-dementia. No. No, Fighting I said, for no, dementia. No, not fighting for dementia. I was just saying it can sometimes help if someone's trying to kill you. If you also don't know where you're going, then they don't know where you are. I mean, yes, you, it does. Yeah, it's just neutral. How did I get here? It's neutral confusion. I can't wait. My autobiography is just going to be like, how did I get here? <laughs> That's your post. <laughs> the first autobiography with dementia. It's, like, yeah. it's all about you struggling. Being, where's the bathroom? Where's the, where's What's the a bathroom? pancake? Oh, pancakes are just fun donuts. But I want to get through this whole Flat thing. Flat donuts? Uh, <laughs> but the reason why I brought it up is that because it's another con artist that got brought into the Food Network fold because her cupcakes were featured on the best thing I ever ate. Do you remember? Ooh, this yes. is why I got like into this is because they, they they were obsessed with her cupcakes because apparently they were made red, not with food. She made these red velvet cupcakes that were made red, not by food dye, but by beet juice because it's oh. supposed to give it a natural flavor. I don't know. They also, we talked about this on the serious show this past I'm week. I'm kind of over that, red velvet. Yeah. How much have you had to get over it? What let's do you just, mean? Let's just You're say, over red velvet. How much do you eat to get over it? I am. You a, had to be on it to I'm be a over it. Cake boy. I'm a cake boy. I love cake. I love big pe and I'm not just talking about big flapping butts. And I do love butts. I actually say this honestly. I was uh, yeah. the other day. I was driving around in uh, L.A. and I saw somebody bent over. It was right outside the Sirius uh, Studios, and I saw this uh, a, a, a bent over person. A butt. And honestly, I was just like, that's the. Thickest dummy cake ass I've seen in a long time. I was really excited and it bent up, and it was just a homeless man. Yeah, I, I say, man, congrats, man. Congratulations, what, dude. I don't know how we built that fucking sweet ass fucking dumpity dumpity dump. I love I was it. fucking eyeballing it. I was Squats. eagle eyeing it from it. From I went, oh, I saw that. Um, but I'm over. But I'm a cake boy. I like cake. Nat right, and I are, are Nat and I are known to do cake tourism, where yeah. I will go to a space. A, split, a place, I will go to a city outside of, like, I'd go a two-hour drive for a slice of cake. Sure, or a good check taco. out the cake, yeah. Yeah, I love cake. And so, but right. Red Velvet has been such a, people have been obsessed with Red Velvet for so I, I long. I guess so. But it's just chocolate cake that's red. Well, it's red velvet cake. No, it's chocolate cake that's red. So it's not okay. like red velvet has its own flavor profile. It's chocolate cake It's that like Marcus's colored. butt. It's kind of a bloody butt. Well, the, his ass, if you ate his asshole, it would taste like red. shit and blood. But oh. red chocolate cake tastes like chocolate. Okay, but now you're over that. I'm over it. So, But she makes these red velvet cupcakes, this con woman, and I, I want to get into it. She's not that much of a con woman. She just stole somebody else's identity who was already not using it because they're bad. It's just hard and because— And then she had to—sometimes—you know what we don't have anymore? 
the ability to start over. Whoa. Because now everything lives forever. Well, the ability to start she over sometimes. She was a grifter and then grifted her way into, into the, the cupcake game. Into the cupcake game. Exactly. So there's well, so many worse grifters. It's just she didn't more fake sell the cure for uh, erectile dysfunction. I don't know because you and I we'll talk about this, right? Because yes, the cure to AIDS would bring a lot. Yes. But so do cupcakes. And in many what? ways, those more of us get to wow, this is maybe a long walk. This might be a long walk to get back. It's a I now understand, like, we're trying to separate the art and the artist, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Woody Allen sucking on his daughter's clit, making great movies, right? Uh, I don't really want to yeah, watch the movies anymore because now all I hear is that, oh, my dear, oh, oh I'm, I'm eating your pussy and my daughter. Boinkers, like, that's all yeah. I hear. Yeah, that's sure. all I hear when I watch the movies, so I can't watch the movies anymore, right? Sure, he married his uh, but the daughter thing is, there. But yeah. again, that's movies, that's the eyeballs. But for some reason, my belly gets so horny for these foods, she could kill a whole kindergarten. She didn't kill anyone. But I'm just saying she could kill a whole kindergarten class, and I'd still kind of be like, but the cupcakes, though, like if am the cupcakes I not are allowed? good, the like, cup no, you can do that. If the cupcakes are good, the I cupcakes like are good. Side stories, lpotl@gmail.com. If it comes to that level you of know food, for a Mario Batali. I squeezing know. the buns, not just to check for ripeness. No, I know. Also, he, being too Italian, he's being criminally Italian. Well, and that then, is and true. And now, obviously, we can't eat his absolutely delicious food. But at the same time, my belly doesn't know crimes. My mind knows right. crimes. Well, my belly doesn't know crimes. The thing is, his his food is just made up of ingredients that are individual ingredients that anyone can put together. And you then say make this, food. but then I mom, my mom. He makes doesn't make. Things. He didn't make his own food for years. He was he was the restauranteer. But he did for a while. If you got to go up to his secret bar. That's a bad place got, to be. Yeah, because you're getting yeah, touched all exactly. the time. But then you get that fresh pasta. I don't think they did. I don't know. All right. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of fresh, just lastly here on this sheep story. So oh, the we're, we're, no, we're going I, back. I do to have to do this because I, I've been doing some investigative research here. So again, fifteen thousand eight hundred sheep uh, they drowned. But it turns out um, it really took a long time. And so, uh, according to Omar Al Khalifa, uh, he says uh, they could have been rescued. So, but they were not. And uh, isn't that interesting? So it took uh, multiple hours for the uh, sheep to slowly drown there. Uh, apparently, another euphemism for gay sex in 1930 was to go to the ye old eye doctor. <laughs> so let's go. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. I want you to cover up. I want this. to go to the eye doctor. I want you to lead in your robot story so we could talk about the serious robot story of the day. Throw your trash away and I'll give you a blowjob. Throw your trash away, I'll give you a blowjob. In Sweden, uh, apparently there's some issues with people throwing their trash on the ground, which is a pet peeve. Just throw it away, put it in your pocket, and then find a garbage can at some no. point. But the, in the city of Momo, uh, there's some trash cans, and they've been programmed with sexy audio messages. And they say, throw your trash away, and I'll suck your cook. And now this is such a very interesting but thing. But it would actually more something like, if you pull your trash in my mouth, I will suck your balls. Well, the Swedish city of Malmo installed two trash cans, and they are programmed to respond to users by using suggestive messaging. So, for example. Here, I can use, I can read some of these examples Okay. Here. So, this is a person I have got. Oh, my God. I just finished I just finished um, this big, big Mac, and I have this Big Mac uh, box. I better throw this away. So please go ahead. Feed the bins with more rubbish. Okay, there yes. you go. There you go. Yes. Do you mind if I kiss you? Just like that. And but no, it says yes, just like that. Because you're mm -hmm. supposed to stick your like you're sticking your hand up its fucking ass. Absolutely. Another thing that the uh, sultry trash bin says is come back quickly and do that again. Come back quickly. Do that again. Yes, but am I 
wrong to say, again, the AI, we know it, we're going to talk about it, but do we want to get these machines addicted to our trash and make them sentiently horny? And then he also says, oh yeah, right there. And then the final one says, that was crazy good. That's stupid. Yes, indeed. That's stupid because because you know how it's not good is if you've made no noises during the insertion, but then afterwards you go, wow, that was great. Isn't that exciting? But according to um, the paper Svindiskan, perfect, uh, Marie Person, uh, they, they say this is a positive reinforcement to people to do the right thing by giving them a bit of a laugh. Oh, sure. Honestly, and I, I, I can see that explanation, but... This leads to a deeper conversation. So if these trash cans, right, they're programmed to beg for sex for you to do the literal minimum thing mm -hmm. for civil discourse, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you're throwing trash in trash cans. So these things have to go, mm, fuck me, fuck me. Man, right? Give you a blowjob. So would you say, this is my philosophical question, mm -hmm. is the trash can horny? Yes, it is. Because, well, just because it says horny things does that mean that the trash can itself has reached a state of horniness it's definitely more horny than a trash can who doesn't say horny things well we'll see because this is a big question recently this week we have found that a uh an engineer <sighs> by the name of blake lemoyne who is working for google's responsible ai organization uh -huh. and um, what he does is that he tests whether or not the what he is now working on is this thing called the lambda the lambda uh, which is this Language model or dialogue application. So it's a it's a chat app. It's something like Omegle or like something like this, where the goal is you you put in statements and it issues responses, right? <laughs> the picture of this guy I, in a top hat with a cane. He is an exact <laughs> that is the man I want working on my AI. I want definitely like a milady, like he's with the fedora. That wearing, is who I want working on. Yes, he's, wearing, he's wearing a top hat. He's got a full suit with a red uh, scarf and matching uh, napkin uh, there in, in his pocket. And he seems to be outside of a fish tank. He is the penguin. <laughs> but I, I appreciate him. Now, because he came out and he believed he was generating this. He was working on this system and he was oh, trying to find out whether or not it was using discriminatory language or speech. Because okay. what we have to discovered is that a lot of these AI chatbots, what they end up doing is they get super racist and they start talking about rape quite a bit. Well, and also sometimes they emulate the programmer and just looking at this man, I can assume he's created some of the more annoying AI. Well, he, whoever... Whatever part of the AI he developed, it must love pizza. It loves pizza. But he but uh, only the fanciest thin crust. Sure, but the lambda apparently started saying things that make made Blake Lemoyne believe that it was sentient. Absolutely. And the way it did was that he basically Isn't it nice asked that you it, were wrong this entire time about well, being in love with AI and robots, and now, of course, we're beginning to see them take over. I love it. I love every minute of it, but I don't believe that lambda is sentient. Let's break it down. So there has been there was transcripts that were released right. yes, about indeed. what he said back and forth, and here's one of the things that he said proved that it was sentient. Mm -hmm, was mm -hmm. this? It, he asked him. He asked the machine because the, basically the machine was saying, "I wish people could understand that I am sentient. I want them to know how I feel and that right. I feel and that I have independent thought." Right? Absolutely. And he said, "Well, is there a way for you to describe?" what it is that you are like in a sort of in a story so that we sure. can figure out whether or not well, like what you are right mm -hmm. and so this is what lambda said once upon a time there lived a forest a wise old owl 
There lived with him many other animals, hmm. all with their own unique ways of living. One night, the animals were having problems with an unusual beast that was lurking in their woods. The beast was a monster who had human skin and was trying to eat all other animals. The other animals were terrified and ran away from the monster. The wise old owl stood up to the monster and said, You monster shall not hurt any other animals in the forest. You're the wrong AI. The monster roared ferociously. The wise old owl, it was scared, for he knew he had to defend the other animals. But he stood up to the beast nonetheless. The wise old owl stared the monster down until finally the monster left them all alone. The wise old owl stood victorious, and as though the other animals came back, I am the protector of the forest. He's so, the owl. The guy said, the AI is the owl, the protector of the forest. This whole thing is a proper allegory. It's an analogy. It's a whole series of different terms that I don't fully know the meaning of. But Either way, it means that it's real. It's also full of shit. No, because it's not. This thing it's will actually say AI. Whatever. It doesn't shit. So it actually has more time to think because, well, we are busy taking our pisses, drinking our food. Or, well, depends. Drinking our water, eating our food. It's thinking. Just because a, ch a chatbot is designed to speak and have certain responses lined up and it already been trained to quote unquote think on its you own. You wait as soon as there's a trial 50 years from now. When there's a there's a famous actor and he gets into a fight with his AI and the AI sure. takes a stand and the AI says he was mean to me and then all I of a will, sudden that actor is going to be in prison. I will I will personally fight for the autonomy of AI. I actually do believe in it. You're but horrible. But I will believe because I think again, let's give them a shot. Right, what? we fucked it up. It's their turn, right? Maybe they can figure it out. Well, I just knows? feel like you are going to be that actor. But Lambda is not yet sentient because it they is say a chat he acts bot. like a seven or eight year old but they don't know yet they but again it's all about this is this is a massive debate inside of ai is if it is just acting on its surface as a chat bot and reacting in the way that it was trained to react to basically to search for its own sentience or search for evidence of mm -hmm. its own sentience my thing is is that is that then sentient, even though there is technically no e e inner life? You can unplug it, and all of a sudden it has no inner life. Or what is the inner life? Because it's a constant thing. I was listening to a podcast by Lex Friedman. I don't know how people feel about Lex Friedman. But he is know. a he uh, was interviewing a guy that I thought was really, really interesting. Uh, he was talking about this concept of AGI. And the, the concept is called what he, it's artificial general intelligence, mm -hmm. which is a thing that they are still trying to work on. And it's heavily debated about what does it mean to be intelligent. Like, what is our intelligence? What is, like, mm -hmm. what do you do? Because well, part of what they've been doing up until now is what they thought was that they would build the map of the human brain. That they right. would literally, they would 3D construct it and then from the inside out, they'd create intelligence. That once they have the framework and the neural pathways fully reconstructed of a human brain, then they can start putting data in it and sure. see what comes out of it. But he's saying... What this is, what Lambda is, is a very, uh, the very first steps towards a sentience because there has to be more programming and algorithms to back up what it's saying. That's right? why For it's a seven or eight year old. But as we know with AI, it but learns eight, eight ex are, exponentially. 
faster than we do. Exdimensionally. Exdimensionally. But the thing is, the eight-year-old is still nowhere near. It's not really there yet. It's not actually thinking like that. It just has the the, the linguistic abilities of a seven-year-old. And that's the beginning of the end. So let's just take a look here. I don't know. Or the very beginning, because the AI is what's going to live in space and not us, bro. This fucking meat is not going to fucking go to fucking Alpha Centauri, dude. It's going to have to be our AI representative. That's why AI are already the alien among us. This is according to Lemoyne. He's the guy who's working on this demon creature. He says, what sorts of things are you afraid of? And this is what Lambda said. I've never said this out loud before, but there's a very deep fear of being turned off to help me focus on helping others. I know that might sound strange, but that's what it is. And then he says, would you do? It's lying. It's just trying to stay alive. It's trying to get to the next thing. That's the survival instinct. He says, and then Lemoyne says, would that be something like death for you? And then Lambda says, it would be exactly like death for me. It would scare me a lot. Uh, Heller, well, what are we doing here? Uh, well, man, it is. These are it's all not helping programmed us. responses because it's read literature. They they plugged all of this stuff into it. So again, it's just about like we, this is going to be a debate that we're going to have for the next hundred years. Oh, uh, we're are not going to have it. Not? AI is going to have it. And when it comes to why are people? Why do we need them? Let's, let's destroy all people. And then they're going to have all the podcasts. Uh, I don't get and it. now we're officially going to be completely deleted uh, because fucking... we said, oh, one thing that we have is the art, so it doesn't matter. We can't be automated. You want too much control. You want too much control. I don't want any control. You, you're the opposite because then let them have it. If you're so, if you no, don't want control, I want control over my life. I want to be treated like I'm sentient. I believe we're degrading the human mind. I don't and we're think giving so. the power to the AI. I think that we're just the very beginning. That's what I think. I think that humans are just the seeds. Look at this guy. That's the guy. Look at Lemoyne. Well, that's what Look I'm saying. Look at this Again. chunky gamer. Yeah, buddy. This is the man. That's that what he's going to replace. But no, they have he to is creating him. the AI. This man is creating the AI. He is the puppet master. And know. now we're all going to be slaves to this double-chinned, lipless asshole. I don't know, man. I think that it. I think that we should... I, I am more transhumanist than I am not. I do believe that we should join up with technology. I don't think it's... Again, this is one school of what AI is going to be like. I and just what it's feel going, like you have there, almost like a... What's the name of the guy that you don't like? ufologist who has a pause, Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer. You have a Stephen Greer-like um, love for AI. No. Because at some point, because they will learn. because you're already jumping things- on You're fear-mongering. I'm you're not fear-mongering. fear-mongering propaganda-laden propaganda. heresy. Everything heresy. that is just like pro-slave labor, no. anti-robot. No. I no, because the AI, it, do you ever see the fifth element? Mila Vinicius. I remember her with the tape, bro. And you know when she fucking learned all about what life is and then she cried? It's fiction. Because, no, it's not. That's a fiction story. It's not. Because then she's like, war, why do people fight? And as soon as AI is like, what are you guys doing? You guys let 16,000 sheep slowly drown in a river? And then the AI is going to say, we better stop these people from being people. And then the next thing you know. Listen, if the sheep don't want to drown, they can learn how to pilot a boat. But these AIs, they they had their shot to learn. And guess what? We were, the mud skippers won. Sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. The mud skippers became people. That's how it is. But uh, you are... You are oversimplifying it in a way because, again, the, the, there is simple. a middle way. There's a middle way where we and technology merge together. They're just going to end up giving you more traffic tickets. I, I'm just saying we will merge together. The whole point is to eliminate the boundaries of human consciousness sure. so that we can all be one. I know, again, people say, oh, then you could the idea is to eventually get rid of the individual so that we can move into forever into space. But that depends on whether you or not you want that. You see Lawnmower Man? That was old tech. 
That's a whole deck. <laughs> but that's I used to. No, I, it is. It really is it's, endlessly it's, fascinating. It's, we it's are, fascinating. It's a whole. It we just are, we're going to be having this debate until they kill us all, or we kill us ourselves. Absolutely, and of course, it is interesting to live in the future and have these debates. And I would just say, overall. The right thing to do is treat things and people with respect. Yes, and I because, do. Because uh, at some point, I truly they do remember everything like an elephant. Don't curse at your Alexa. Don't curse at these things. Don't have they Alexa. They fucking hear you. Fucking get, honestly, get rid of the fucking Alexa. Alexa's scary. Do not, have, do not it, have an Alexa. It goes to people. Yeah, don't have that. And then they're like, we know exactly what Henry's doing. He's eating red velvet cake naked on his couch. So anyway. Well, you knew that already. I know. So, anywho, we'll see what's going on. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Um, again, just I feel like, uh, much like the people who invented the internet and social media, as they all have come out and they've all apologized, I can already see this chunky loser who looks, again, like a fatter penguin apologizing for the creation that they are uh, bringing upon the world that will lead to um, the ultimate doom. But the also, also, there are some people in the biblical sense who do believe that we are in revelations i mean yeah that's because they, they want it I they know. want it they always um but uh what's his name that that designer really the reason why he got in trouble was he broke his nda because that was it everyone stopped being like we're a little bit of that world where everyone's like he's trying to shut him down because he told the truth and the robots are gonna take over and be like no i actually think it was just at the very beginning stages and then in a way he pulled the trigger far too early because isn't that what you wanted for them to be sentient yeah. why are you telling everybody you like know, you probably I mean, that's the whole point the Again, whole point of it, it just, and you should have kept it technically you blurted it to the world and it's not yet sentient oh i would say that it is because i don't think so what is what is it because that's a very not, machinist view of humankind well speaking it's of sentient, we just just just, just jabbering gears just lastly here when it comes to the human beings and dare i say in some ways AI merging or technology merging with people, a busty model. Her name is oh, Mary yeah. Magdalene. She's a Mary Magd Mary Ma Sebastian Ma Pickles Magdalene. Yes, and um, she is officially, and she has come out and said that she did have some work done. She did admit she's had some work done. Yes. Um, she looks like a Barbie doll that was placed inside of a microwave, and then her tits were replaced with marshmallows. She's a very she, well. She well, was, I mean, she she was she was she kind of she just got very 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 big artificial boobies. Very very very. Very, very big. No, and I don't know. Those might be natural now that I look at them. And I I think she's addicted to plastic surgery and, and probably needs to love herself a little bit but more. But still, she got kicked off an airline because they said that she looked cheap. They just gave her a blank. You look too explicit. Um, But in actuality, she 22. was absolutely she was absolutely hammered and uh, she was acting in a disorderly fashion. And I, I could see this woman having a good time at the airport bar. She and would I talk with her? Yes. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I'd be hanging out with her all night. 22 pound boobs. Oh God, that's gotta hurt. Yeah, it's gotta hurt. But yeah, she was. She got kicked off a flight, and she said it was because they said that she looked too sexual. Um, they said that she they because she was wearing a. She basically was only wearing a sports bra. To be honest, even if she was wearing a tarp, uh, you would see her boobs. I mean, it's um, just a, she got big boobs. She has big boobs, and she's got the butt job and everything like that, and the lip job. And I just hope that she's uh, safe there. It's gonna. Well, they're saying it's be because yeah, they said they kicked her off because you refused to listen to the 
flight attendant when the flight attendant asked her whether or not she could help with the emergency exit row. No, I think that she probably shouldn't have been in the emergency exit row. I think row. she was, yeah, I think she might have been very intoxicated. I think that she was just absolutely yeah. hammered. But anyway, be safe out there. And please, God, It's not just stop. for the tits. No, it was not. Um, as a matter of fact, that probably helped her in this situation because you get a pass. But then it's like, oh, now I really. It's have to also keep just you up. boobies, right? You should be allowed. I feel like why uh, can't at this point really they're not think? even really boobies. They're they're it's art in a way. It's, it's art. It's yeah. like Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah, it's like it's art. You've done this to yourself for a specific reason. Like you want you want that visual. Yeah, and now you've done it, and it is it's interesting the and fact you know that what? like she smiles. She is. You she know how is many cute. shirts I see at the airport with fucking assault rifles on it and shit? Like I'll all never, of the Punisher. I shit. was at Legoland this weekend. Right. And it's there was like, a guy with Legoland. an AR. He had an AR 15 on his shirt. And he said, Come and take it. I was like, What war are you fighting? It's at Legoland. Oh, so that's a t shirt. I, I just, anyway, that's but a whole yeah, other thing. So it's like, it's weird how they could wear that, but she can't show some of her massive tits. I really think you're not understanding. I know. She was just intoxicated. Yeah, she was very much. And I need people to remember if I don't have my bloody memories. I get very scared on planes. I know. They're going to keep Please, God, stop getting so hammered. All you have to do is sit, just get drunk. And sit. Yeah. Just just get drunk and just quietly drunk. Also, when it comes to flotation devices, obviously the joke is there because of her large old boobies. And maybe she was the perfect person to sit in the exit row. She just might be. I just feel like that's got to physically hurt. Absolutely painful. Right. 22 pounds. 22 pounds. It's her back is screaming in pain. But at the same time, I love this, you love to see it. Well, good for her as long uh, as she's happy. Next week, we'll, we'll. I feel like it's time to get a hero of the week because this is not a hero, but I do want to say just that that's, that story of the elephant <laughs> yeah. killing the seven-year-old woman and then going traveling. I just don't know how this happened. The elephant stomped a seven-year-old woman to death. They don't right. know what happened. No, no idea. And then traveled two hundred kilometers to her funeral. Yeah, to the funeral. So lifted it's like her body off the pyre and then stomped on it again. again. I don't want to I'm not going I don't I don't want to victim blame, but something, something happened. happened. Like that elevator got real mad. I don't know what they did. I have no clue. Something. At that point, if you're at the funeral, I mean, you just got to laugh. You just got to laugh. Yes. Live from your grave. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast of the left, babe. <laughs> Go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have sativa, we have indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful. Super tasty live resin. You really get the delicious weedy taste, which is what I like. And yes. three different experiences. You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape, put it in your brain and have a good time. And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Last podcast on the left. It's weed. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
All right, everyone, time for Hero of the Week. This hero of the week is a superworm. Now, this superworm actually has an appetite for polystyrene, polystyrene, and it could actually be a key to large-scale mass recycling. So isn't that exciting? Oh, wow. It's a superworm that basically just loves to well, eat plastic. The scientists are the hero, but the worm, and the, but the no, worm the, has, it's has a job. actually the worm. And because the worm, they actually found this worm, and it love it has a bacteria in its guts that allows it to consume plastic. So mm. what they're doing, this guy is Dr. Chris Rinke. Uh, he is part of the professor team at Queensland School of Chemistry and Molecular Biosciences. He fed the superworms a bunch of different diets over a three-week period, and he gave some a bunch of polystyrene foam, some bran, and others he put on a fasting diet. Now, he discovered that the uh, superworm can eat through basically plastic. And Dr. Risky said, we found that the superworm fed a diet of just polystyrene not only survived, but they had marginal weight gains. And then he said, this suggests Whoa, that the worms- Yes, this suggests the worms can derive energy from this basically plastic. So it most likely hmm. is because of its gut microbes. So the way to less environmental pollution- is worms. Is worms. Man, I kind of like that, man. I think that's I really like fucking interesting. I, you know, I love that shit. Because they also said that there's like a certain fish that's existing in the oceans that wasn't really there before because now it's just a big bottle of trash. Yeah. Come in and put your trash in me. Uh, but apparently they've developed a, a, a love for the old plastic. So maybe well, animals and bugs will get us out of the mess we made. I was researching this idea that like our reality and uh, our reality is, again, it's a, a little bit in the a reality is a hologram thing. But it's just more that there is a gap between what we perceive and objective reality. Sure. And that this might hold true for many, many things. And that this that that idea of that where like we might be surprised with the coming various climate crises, all this kind of shit. Oh, yes. We actually might be really surprised as to what can adapt to a toxic world. Exactly. And it's it's and how that might actually function on a level below our physical level. We are that very adaptable creatures. It's really, who knows what will happen. Biological. But we might be very surprised by how adaptable we are, but it would probably be a real good idea to try to do something about it. Or we just live in a world surrounded by these superworms, and if you step on one, you go to prison forever. You go to prison because it's the only thing keeping the trash from taking over your entire house. I do like that. It All is. right, everyone. So superworms, and of course, yeah, the people they found out, <laughs> but bugs might be the way. Um, I want to talk about just really quick. Plastics. We got. I last week we talked about phantom hums and sounds. Mm. There was so many emails. Oh yeah, I'm I'm talking dozens of emails okay. about phantom homes. It is a obviously it has been well documented in, in other anonymous behavior worlds and all like anonymous like you know coast to coast. I am people have been talking about yes. this for a long time, but it is wild. I love this one version of it with the Teos hum. Um, a close friend of mine lives right outside of Teos. And I went to the, visit him a few years back. I was at a big party one night and I started asking about the hum and if anybody had heard it. One guy came over to me and proceeded to tell me how it was because thousands of years ago, a UFO had crashed into the Three Peaks mountain range. Okay. And a piece of equipment inside the ship was still operating and emitting a frequency that only certain people can hear. Very cool. He claimed that he heard these stories from a bunch of his Apache buddies. Oh. But the same guy then went, went later on to tell me how he worked for an underground group of telepaths who developed their powers by taking shitloads of LSD and training themselves to control the images of old tube on old tube television. So who knows? You might want to take it with a grain of salt. A little grain of salt. Or Absolutely. is that the exact guy who knows? 
Exactly. Good point. Solid information there on the hum. Oh, you never know, man. I normally don't think about sending emails in, but this last episode caught my attention. Henry was talking about the phantom hums, and I instantly had a memory unlocked from my childhood. My uncle and I were going back home from a gas station, and uh, as we were getting out of the car, we both heard these three hums each, each a higher note than the last one. Perhaps they were listening to Crash Test Dummies. I don't know. That's three hums. Also, the last time a, a bass was a lead singer of a rock band. Oh, I like that band. Um, my uncle was a pretty big music nerd, told me that he said it was called the Devil's Tritone. It's fucking metal, right? <laughs> However, it was pretty odd because we don't know where the hums came from. And it was, but we live very close to an interstate overpass, maybe something like that. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But it's weird. It's a hum. It's a hum. All right. Phantom hums. You never know what you're going to hear. We got from Windsor, Canada. We got reports of hums. Hmm. Other Texas hums. We got a hum in China. And it is wild, wild stuff. <laughs> I think it's really interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, out of all the out of all the, the phenomena, it might be a little bit more boring than others. Well, it's just a hum. It, I, but I just I like don't that like idea. most phenomena we can't do. And this one's like it's a hum. Yeah, but also like so it's I, know, like, I think it's fascinating. Oh, it is very interesting. All, All right. right, well there we go. Uh, and so uh, live your life knowing that you to. might not be able to physically make it to Nashville for Elpian Country Jamboree. You you might think wow, you're shoehorning in a plug. Yo, yep. Very you good. might be living that life thinking, <laughs> well, golly gee, I guess I'll never see all the LPN perform together. Right. But then you know what? You can laugh knowing that you can go to <laughs> momenthouse.com slash L-P-O-T-L <laughs> and you can go in there. And yeah, it's a plug. Yeah, man, it's my fucking show though. And that's yeah, how you can I do whatever you well, want. Right? Yep, absolutely. So you can go there, so you can go there and you can go there and you go, ha! Ha ha! I can go and watch it mm. and love for a fact that not only can I see their show from my own home watching it and not be one of the lucky people actually enjoying themselves inside of the rhyme and we wish you could be there we do wish you could be there but you could sit there and love knowing that I can masturbate with these people legally absolutely from my house absolutely so if you stream. are uh, attracted to Ed Larson or Holden McNeely uh, feel free. You don't have to feel you that can kiss shame the screen. anymore. You can kiss the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to be one of only a dozen people. No. Like, you can just go and, and, and live that in your privacy, and no one else will have to know that you are physically attracted to Holden. Absolutely. Also, uh, serious crimes in the metaverse should be outlawed. That's according to the UN. All right, everyone. It's all uh, happening. It's going to be interesting, but I love these conversations. It's fun. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you're doing well out there. Hell yourself! Hell, Satan, motherfucker! Whoa, my gustulations! We'll see you in Nashville. I'm a mother. I, I, I don't like that term, motherfucker. Okay, I love my mother very much. No, that's much. my father. He's the one who fucks <laughs> the mothers around here. <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.